When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. This guy over here on your left is Jonathan London. Uh, I'm your host, and that's only if you're watching this. If you're listening on the podcast, well, I just wasted your time. Uh, I'm Jonathan. This is Geekscape. And uh, we're trying something new today uh, because I got my full vaccine. And I'm sitting here uh, next to author Barbara Evers. She's a fantasy novelist, and she's got a brand new book. I've got it right here in front of me. It's called The Watchers of Mania. We're going to be talking a little bit about that, and uh, we're going to be, it's the first book in a trilogy. We're going to get to all that stuff, but that's a little taste if this is your first Geekscape, because we like to talk sci-fi and fantasy and comics and movies and all that stuff, and uh, this is the place for it. It's been the place for it for quite a long time, like 15 years we've been doing this show, but for the last year, we've been doing it remotely right here on StreamYard, but as things start to uh, kind of slowly get back to normal. I'm going to start going back in person with some of the creators who feel comfortable doing that. I'll still be doing this over StreamYard. I'll still be sitting down with creators with y'all in attendance, uh, which will be fun because you can interact with uh, my guests as you can interact with Barbara right now. Yeah. But <laughs> but as we, as we kind of get back to the way we used to do Geekscape with the guests in person, I wanted to keep the streaming thing going so that y'all are a part of the live show as well. And we're just going to slowly kind of see what that evolves into. Barbara here is a bit of a guinea pig <laughs> when it comes to doing a live show streaming with a guest that then turns into an audio podcast, downloadable. It's going to be a little bit of a I don't think it's going to be a mess. And not Listen, in a normal studio either. Not in a normal studio. We're actually in her office in South Carolina. Did a, uh, a remote road. They did a little, did a little bit of a an on location for this one we're sitting in barbara's uh home office it's pretty cool she's got all sorts of stuff here on her desk like uh like this giraffe and we're gonna be talking giraffes here in a bit but um as i said earlier <laughs> barbara's a fantasy novelist and she has this new book out that you can pick up on amazon or at her site either digitally or like i said in print but 
if you're looking for something like, oh, I just really wanted to know what Jonathan thought of the Zack Snyder Justice League, well, you're in luck because if you subscribe to the uh, Geekscape feed, you can hear Ian Kerner and I talk about the Snyder Cut of Justice League on the last episode. And before that, we had Jamie Kennedy, and we've just had a lot of great episodes, and we're going to keep them going uh, no matter what this pandemic and new normal thing is. But I uh, wanted to introduce you to my first in-person guest in like over a year. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's kind of hitting me that I don't really know who my last guest is that I sat in person with and did a show with, and um, it's kind of crazy. That sounds almost like we should ask the people who are watching if they know. Yeah, Geekscape, if you know who the last in-person guest was, and I don't mean over like Zoom or however, Zencaster, it's got to be in person. I'm in the room with them recording a podcast. That's kind of the trivia. I can go to the podcast feed and take a look, but I'm too busy. Kind of doing a podcast right now, wow. but uh, go ahead and let me know. This guy, he's just too busy. Oh, <laughs> just too busy sitting here. Oh, Barbara, would you mind standing there while I go through my? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. not going through the podcast feed right now. Geeks gave us. We got it. We got fantasy to talk about. Uh, and really, what I I think the most interesting thing to for me is the fact that like I have the attention span of probably an insect. So the idea that you wrote a book. Not just a book, but you wrote three books. Mm-hmm. And talking to you about writing these three novels, and you were like, "Oh yeah, the the idea came to me in what calendar year? Late nineteen nineties. You had these. You had the idea for these books. These three books. I'm going to show you all three books right here. You had this idea since nineteen, the late nineteen nineties. Late nineteen nineties. Yeah, I didn't start writing them then. You did not start writing them, but like yeah. as a I writer stewed. myself, you start stewing and you start collecting notes mm-hmm. and putting notes together. Like Geeks gave us no spoilers, but sitting on Barbara's desk here is the two uh, little post-it notes of poisonous uh, flowers, poison, different poisonous plants. So that might be a plot That was point. my research today. The FBI is probably tracking <laughs> Yeah, you got to be careful what you Google as a writer because right. uh, we, we go down these rabbit holes. And suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, I did just spend three hours Googling poisonous plants. Oh, and then that cross-referenced with the fact that I was looking up serial killers within a zip code in Montana. Things are starting <laughs> to look pretty, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of where we go. And you've been going there since the late 90s on this book, but but it's fantasy. So you're Googling real-world plants, but it's a fantasy book. Why not just make all the rules does that make sense like as yeah a fantasy it makes novelist. sense um to some degree you do and that's one of the reasons i like to write fantasy is because i get to do the world building and i don't have to do as much research as if i did like a historical novel sure so because that terrifies me the idea of trying to do something historical and then everybody going yeah you got that wrong my father loves that stuff my I, father writes stuff uh, uh, usually against the backdrop of world war ii or that era mm-hmm. and he loves the research because he's a big buff of that kind right. of stuff anyway he loves that stuff well i like it but i'm not i'm not detail oriented enough mm-hmm. if that makes sense um but when you create a fantasy world there are elements that people have to relate to and a lot of times it works best if you know something like i do use giraffes in this right there's giraffes in the story and for the most part they're like giraffes mm-hmm. but then they're not because they're fantasy giraffes so there is a magical system related to the giraffes and so forth. And um, there are elements that are very much the way a giraffe would behave. And then there are elements that aren't. And I actually had someone 
from Draft Conservation Foundation that actually I'm working with them, donate a percentage of my royalties to them. But um, the co-founder's son read them, read the books and he loved them. First of all, that's the good point. He liked them. But he said, mom, she called them horns. And the fact is, they aren't horns on a giraffe. Giraffes, those aren't horns on top no, of their heads? they're ossicones. What is that? It is a calcified bone that protrudes up and... That's a horn. It's That's basically... <laughs> is that not a, I don't know. And I knew they were called ossicones, but I okay. we went with horns because people felt like they would react like you did. Yeah, like the word an ossicone. Yeah. And I, so when she told me, I laughed. I said, yeah, I know. I know, I know what they are, but people told me that would confuse people. So we call them horns. I can understand why they're ossicones because they're bulbous at the end, like a snow cone. So they are, <laughs> they, they are, cone, they are cones in a sense, because like a snow cone, it has a ball at the end, like a giraffe. I mean, ultimately, when I think, when I was hearing, uh, about the book and I was seeing how dominant like the of a creature in this fantasy world giraffes were it did remind me of Tolkien kind of taking elephants and making elephants out of it uh -huh. by like making larger versions of elephants and the question really is why not make giraffes or you know what I mean like why not make a bigger version of a giraffe or a fantasy equivalent of a giraffe that is then because these these giraffes in your books are going into you know warlike scenarios right they're mm -hmm. they're being used like like horses and well and i did used. create a fantasy they they are the fantastical part of the story the part of it right um for one thing they're telepathic sure so um but, but what's they, fantastical about that because i just go to the zoo and to, <laughs> I just, and you talk to the I'm giraffes like, i think that monkey's talking to me <laughs> This is, this is me. It, it takes me. It takes no. I'm not, they don't talk. <laughs> listen, they don't always respond. But I am the guy who like they're like. Listen, the zoo's closing. You got to go, sir. And you're scaring the kids. Like I get. <laughs> you know, when, it takes me twenty. It takes me a long time to get through right. a zoo because every little thing I'm like, I think that animal's talking to me. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Well, and and I could buy that because the whole reason I ever got interested in giraffes is because. I kind of had this point where I sat at the Washington Zoo in Washington, D.C., stared at the giraffe, and he stared at me, and we sat there 30 minutes. Wait, how old were you when you, you had this I experience with the giraffe? I was 16. What was that about? I went with my parents to Washington, D.C. to visit my aunt and uncle, and they decided we were going to the zoo. At 16, you don't want to walk around the zoo with your parents. What did you want to do? Go meet boys and stuff like that? I was hoping probably that I would run across some cute guy who talked to me, but I wandered ahead of them and then just sat down to wait at the giraffes. Right. And there was this giraffe. I, st I have a picture of him somewhere, but it's taken with such a crappy camera. Sure. Um, so I don't share that picture too often as opposed to others I've taken. But um, I stood there and then I sat there and he just... Giraffes are actually curious animals, so he just was watching me, and I was watching him. You know, like ten hot dudes walked by while you were staring at that giraffe, right? Yeah, I like, know. If you, you know, <laughs> I know. You know, you just had a bunch of guys parading past, and you're just staring at a, a giraffe, like. Nah, they didn't. They didn't. There weren't any hot guys at the zoo that day, so. <laughs> uh, and this is just kind of because we're in your office and there's like giraffes. Yeah, there's quite a few. I heard my granddaughter say to somebody on a Zoom one day, I think she's got like 25 giraffes on her desk. There's more. There's more than 25. You count them? 
I, after she said that, I did count there's more than 25 drafts. Do you have desk. a number you can share with us? On this desk, there's probably over 30. I own over 300. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, now, clearly I, I own over 300 comic books, but in decorative artwork, like some I of these statues are. I have over 300. Are. Some are statues, some are clothing, some are jewelry, um, some are shirts, sweatshirts. Okay. So do, and those count? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything with a giraffe. I have mugs. Um, I have my, I don't know if you can yeah, see. Yeah, there's a cool giraffe on your cup. The giraffe yeah. on the cup. Yeah. There you go. Viewers, enjoy um, that. I've got a giraffe mask over there that somebody gave me. And a lot of these people A giraffe me. mask? What's that yeah, for? The right purge? <laughs> <laughs> what is it's that? A, it's a Halloween mask. But you don't just wear it on Halloween because you're into giraffes, right? Like you get free. I put it on on Halloween before just. To be You've silly. also put it on not on Halloween too, haven't well, you? Once or twice, maybe. Maybe. Oh man, I don't <laughs> want to get too. Pens. Uh, Geeks gave us. I don't want to get too weird because there's something else about Barbara that I have to reveal right now. She's actually Heidi's mom. Yes. And y'all know Heidi because most Geekscapes, she comes into the room and is like, "Hi, everybody." But yeah, my girlfriend, uh, Heidi, this is Barbara, Heidi's mom. Heidi is actually here. Heidi, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm, down, <laughs> I'm downstairs. I'm downstairs in my nephew's room. Uh, yeah, we're Listening we're to you too. <laughs> we're visiting your parents here in yeah. uh, South Carolina. And Heidi is downstairs. We're upstairs in Barbara's office talking about the book. And, and Heidi just called in from what appears to be a set of like a found footage horror movie here. <laughs> like uh, the lighting just looks, there you go. They're, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they're close. I think you, <laughs> you have to have like snot coming out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> keep in hang, mind, on, hang on, hang on. No, listen, Heidi, for the podcast <laughs> listeners are like, Jonathan, please, you've forgotten all about us because you're like, no, we like, haven't. Uh, <laughs> gave us the, the truth is, um, you know, Heidi is here. Uh, Barbara wanted to be on the show. I wanted Barbara to be on the show to talk about fantasy writing. And if y'all are uh, thinking about writing, if y'all are just fans of fantasy, maybe you're into something like Harry Potter, you're into Lord of the Rings, or some of the deeper cuts that I think Barbara grew up with, then um, I think that's that's like the really interesting thing for me too. Again, going back to the fact that you wrote these things mm -hmm. and you started with these ideas in the late 90s. Um, where do you even begin putting something like this together? Other Barbara, where you had the idea for this, and keep in mind through all this, like Heidi's going through college, and so Heidi, you were a witness to some of this too. Your mom's oh, trying yeah. to. This was like the beginning of her writing career as a she novelist. Always, like, like she, she's always writing short stories. She's always writing stuff, and yeah. submitting. But when she starts putting a huge project together that takes over two decades, this is. I mean, it, no, no, no. That's not a slight. Barbara, that's not a slight. She always talked about it. She talked about it as, um, and I was like, that's cool. My mom's writing a book, you know? And then at one point I was like, it, I was, you know, when I was younger, she was like, yeah, you know, if it ever gets done and anyone ever wants to make a movie, you could play one of the characters. And now I'm like a little too old to play like yeah. the main character. But because um, she's cool like, off. she's like 15 to I don't know how old is she. Eighteen in the book. Yeah, see, so you'd be a good Quilla. CGI Heidi. Oh, that'd be fun. I'm not tall enough to you. be. I'm not tall Quilla's enough to be not Donna. Tall. Yeah, Quilla's not tall. Okay, you listen, could be. Quilla. I know. None of my audience knows who these characters are unless they've read the book. <laughs> That's true. All right, they just know one thing. Like, maybe if I grow the horns, I can play a giraffe. That's really the only thing that they that they think. They're like, well, he can probably play a giraffe. 
<laughs> well, you should enough. put on that mask, sweetie. Put it on. Oh yeah, we, we got <laughs> later. Your mom is. It right was a here. gift. Oh, mask, your mom you. is right here. Don't be talking about putting on the masks. All right, she's right here, and you just made Geekscape <laughs> really <laughs> awkward. Um, by the way, by the way, sweetie, I checked your um your podcast uh, stream, and it says I think your last in person guest was. Brendan Steer, Velasa Pastor. That's right. That. I sat yeah. in Brendan's living room and yeah. we talked there in Pasadena. Yeah. And Brendan, Brendan made, Brandon's awesome. I got to catch up with Brandon <laughs> again. And Geekscape is if you want a horror movie that you're going to be like, what the F did I just watch? Watch Velasa <laughs> watch, watch a movie. It's pretty it's, funny. It's completely gone viral where a pastor turns into a velociraptor and fights crime. Um, that's, you know, maybe we'll have Brendan. Velasa Pastor. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, the name says everything. We'll just have Brendan adapt one of these films and uh, we'll make it for $50 and you're going to be horrified by the results, Barbara. Don't worry. <laughs> now, Brandon's actually got ideas for some really great movies. It's just people know him from Philosopher. And so, you know, well, my, I'm not just saying this because she's my mom. The book is really good. I've only read the first one. and But like, I, of course, I wanted to read what she was what she had written because but you just never you it. never know you never know when you go into something like that and mm -hmm. i was like i'm really compelled this story is very compelling like there were times where i was like i really need to go to sleep but i want to see what happens next because you write these really short chapters too yeah the first book has short chapters the rest of the mm -hmm. books don't necessarily have such short chapters but the first one does i blame it on my writing critique group oh. because um when i I started writing probably 2000, 2001, but I really didn't get serious until about 2004. And but did it, you have to just go back and re-outline everything and just really get- I don't like, outline. You don't outline I don't at all. Outline. I'm a pantser. But I'm, well, no. Like, I mean, I always knew, here's where we go. Here's where we are. Here's where we're going. Sure. But fly to the, but flying by the seat of your pants is so what you're by the seat yeah. of my pants. Now, book three, I couldn't do that. Because okay. book three too had to close up parts. all the threads. Right, too many and, moving parts. Yeah, so it's epic fantasy, so you've got all these different storylines. And so mm -hmm. I started writing the third book, and I realized, oh, I'm going to miss something. So I sat down. I did a bare-bones outline. Why didn't you run the last season of Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Because <laughs> when we started talking, all those... All those storylines that didn't really quite get satisfied. People if I was writing it, I'll tell there's, you what. There's so <laughs> much hate for that like show and the ends of the end of the series, and I don't know that I share it. Like a lot of people can't stand. It. I know you don't like it, Johnny, but I I didn't hate know. it. I didn't love it, but no. I was and like, I haven't seen Heidi. the last of it. So they work so hard. I don't. I, only, I reserve my hate for things whose breath I can extinguish from this planet. I don't care about like inanimate objects and things like that that I don't have control over. But something I can put my hands around. No, I'm kidding. That's horrid. <laughs> the FBI is watching this show now because no, oh, because of the plants. Because plants. of Barbara's IP address, and then we're yeah, broadcasting from our office. So, yeah. <laughs> got a ping. Well, they're going to be really bored with what they find. So. No, I just what I love about oh, it was, which is good. Uh, Heidi's been reading this book nonstop, and when she picked That's it up, true. she said, "She said, okay, let me see what ignoring the last twenty of my years was, twenty years of my life was for." And she did, and I was like, "Whoa, Heidi, please! Your mom has dreams. She, it's a, she's allowed to pursue them." She, yes, that's on, exactly Heidi. how that went. She, she, she goes, "You know what? 
I'd ignore my adulthood too. She said that when she was reading the book. She's like, I, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Mom, you know, you, I know you're still yeah. getting to know Jonathan, but you know this that he makes things up sometimes. Makes, yeah, okay. I get it. I get you it. know what? I wouldn't have ignored my uh, graduation for this though. This, that storyline didn't work out. She I'm, came to everything. Uh, my mom I, I has come. Um, my mom, you know what? She sent me an earlier draft in like 2014. And you did when she. I did read it. I started reading it, and then you told me to stop because it had changed. So yeah, because it did change. She does the same thing. So don't life. be all accusatory me telling accusatory telling okay. me that I didn't read. All right, all right. Because I, I did. But I did get halfway through everything I write as well. And she. And that's then not. Like, why I really are you, like no, it. I'm gonna leave if you two I'm are. No, gonna no, Heidi, up please, Heidi, we're not gonna bang up. Heidi, we're not gonna. We believe you, and because we believe you, Barbara has a five question quiz on the uh, things that happened in book one. That she's going to ask you. Okay, so five questions, okay. Heidi. But I wasn't done with my little one. story. That's I wasn't okay. done. We need to keep things moving. This is my show, and the podcast has to clip. And we. Um. Yeah, but I mean, I did have something I wanted to. You know. What did you want to say, gorgeous? <laughs> I was just say? saying that my mom has. She showed up for everything. She's come to every like theater performance I've ever been in. She's even driven like halfway across the country to see me, and some of them in college. She flew to um, LA and then went down to San Diego Comic-Con with me in 2014 and I had my first panel. And that was when she sent me the the draft of this book. That So I'm circling back to the book. Now you can keep You're going. like, mom, I'm too busy. I'm talking to nerds. <laughs> so I gotta make this really hard, don't I? Yeah, so let's- well, you, you can. You, 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 gauge, you gauge it. But what we're gonna do right now to test whether or not Heidi actually read it, we're going to give Heidi a quiz here on five things out of the book, first book right here. And it's available at barbaravevers.com on Amazon, Watchers of Anaya, book one in the Watchers of Anaya series. Soon to be a, well, I don't know if it'll be a film, but hopefully it'll be a It'd film. It'd be cool if it was, yeah, but, cool. you know, um, I'd be happy if people read, read the books. Just read the freaking books. Read the books. Yeah. But it's here really we go. good. Okay. Okay. Here's so a little quiz see. for you, Heidi. Let's see. What color means danger from a distance what color means danger from a distance isn't it red yes ding, 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 ding. listen listen no 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 you could have gotten that just by thinking about traffic lights all right <laughs> no, that was, no i remember no. there is a scene that there was is a easy scene. i'm pretty there's sure a that whole was scene. there's there's a whole scene with the giraffes oh. and she's seeing through the giraffe's eyes and yeah, I, I could have answered that. It's a universal color for danger. Okay, okay. listen, make it hard. I didn't write it. I didn't It'll write it. Heidi, no, this you, one's not gonna be harder, but I want people to know. A little no, bit spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. He's getting incrementally harder. Okay, we're gonna see if you can answer these questions on your mother's <laughs> book to to test whether or not you are in fact the favorite. How do you bond with a giraffe? How do you, How do you, you drink, bond with a giraffe? You drink their tears. Okay, you drink their um, tears. Yeah, and then. There's also well, it depends on who you are, right? So if you're royalty, you get you, you if you're like the queen or something, don't you get pricked with a with a pen that's like she does pop, when she becomes yeah. when she becomes queen, but only royalty bonds with the giraffe, right? And and the giraffe usually chooses you, right? That was what I get. So, was I right about the yeah, tears or no? You're right. You're right. Okay. They do have tears, right? Giraffes actually do have tears, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is the significance of the word glimmer? The glimmer, the glimmer cloth is made from the horns of, or whatever it is that you call those things of the giraffe. Let's again, it's only ma it's only made in Manaya. Um, I'm not. 
sure of how, what color it is exactly. I know it sort of, it kind of, I, yeah, I picture it sort of like this iridescent kind of, and it changes with how the light hits it, but it's made with the ground up um, horn of the giraffe, isn't it? Oh, uh, you're losing it. You're losing you're, it. It comes from the horn, but it's not the horn. There's a secretion from the horn. Yeah, the snow cone. Oh, part. right, right. There's like some kind of gel or something. Yeah, it's a it's a secretion. Imagine the yeah. snow cone melting. So in fact, I have to tell you this because I was at a, I was at a writing conference um, several years ago. And sitting around with David B. Coe. I don't know if you know who David B. Coe is, anybody. but David B. Coe is this wonderful author. He writes under David B. Coe and D.B. Jackson, writes fantasy and all this. Great guy, lots of fun. He even did, um, we got a quote from him on the back of the book. But anyway, I was talking to him and he's like, So you got telepathic oozing giraffes. And I was like, Yeah, good <laughs> dogs. So guess what, David? I named a giraffe Togs in the third book. That's awesome. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. I yeah. was sort of, I was like kind of not surprised, but also a little surprised at how much you knew about giraffes when it, because, but I mean, as a kid, it was just, if I ever needed to get a present for my mom, right. like didn't know what like, to get her. 15 books on giraffes right here in her office. Yeah. I mean, she and I went it's down, like, when she, she but, came to San, when was that? 20. 18 we were in san diego i went you came down to san diego to do to work and you and me went to the animal park that white animal park and we fed the giraffes so they're okay. cool they're so prehistoric they're like Tidy, don't change the subject you got two questions left tidy on this quiz <laughs> okay. you got two All questions right. left to prove so far you've done you've done well you're pretty much can I can I say hey to Larry Potter first though because okay. he Larry, Larry Potter is watching Larry Larry Potter said hi guys I'm here hi Larry Quit filibustering, Heidi. Well, Larry, he was very supportive with chasing Fletcher Allen. So that's right, Larry. Thank you, Larry. But let's let's get back to Heidi in the hot seat. <laughs> Heidi, you've answered three out of five questions about your brother's book to test that you've done this homework, because I clearly did not, and I'm hosting. No, he did not. Book. He's, He's trying homework. to make it look. I only read some <laughs> of the pictures. All right, Geeks Davis. I only read stuff where like there's a picture. Okay, so listen. You got two questions to go. They're incrementally harder. Okay. Question number four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of yeah, she's like, it's, 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 people who can't see, she's oh like. Oh, my goodness. I'm going, oh, Bolt T on YouTube I, says, what Jonathan color? cannot turn off his inner troll. Oh, <laughs> Bolt T, it's an outer troll. Isn't point. that Vaughn? That's Vaughn, right? Isn't it? Vaughn. Uh, I don't know. No, but, it's not fun. I thought that was but, fun. But Jermaine Carson is listening and he is laughing. And, uh, all right. So Heidi, you're still on the hot <laughs> I got seat. it. I got, got it. Two questions left. Question number four. How do they know that certain arrows came from Malagon? Malagon oh, is like the crap. big bad guy in yeah, this universe. Yeah, he's the antagonist. He's the big bad guy, big bad in the three books. That one I don't remember. I remember I remember the part in the book, but I don't, I don't remember. Spiral is... colors on the shaft of the arrow, red, green, and blue. Okay. <laughs> She's got well, I was gonna say Heidi. <laughs> you can't Heidi, even remember. I was gonna say Heidi, you're out one Christmas what present. What did I write? But if she can't remember. It's you're... red, green. I want to say it's red, green, and blue. But you know, okay. when you write this much, no, I know it's you have to have. An, I have an Excel spreadsheet that's massive. That tracks we have to spreadsheet. give you a hard time oh. about something. Yes, well, I, know, well, I know. Heidi, I know. it looks like uh, it looks like we're just gonna have to... <laughs> Chris. Oh, look, there's uh, Chris, uh, where, where, our, um, my stepbrother. 
I love this so much, but he Mute, slipped and said, mucus. I love this so mucus. And I, and Chris, I'm with you. Um, okay. Chris, hi, you is, Chris is my, wait, Chris is my stepbrother. Okay, just so well, you know. Listen, so. the podcast, listen, the podcast audience don't care. Mom's stepson. Right? They care. They want to hear about more fantasy. All right. And they want to hear you squirm. All right. Sweetie so pie. Listen, you've it's not lost. happening. I'm not Heidi, squirming. Heidi. No, 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 no. You missed your first question. So that means that. I. Uh, no, nope, oh. you missed your first one. You missed question number four. <laughs> that means we're one more question away from canceling Christmas for you. I'm gonna. I'm invited. <laughs> Are you invited? Okay. Oh dear. There we go. Okay. This is this is for the holidays because remember the pandemic's been long. We have not had holidays with our families. You might continue for one more year not having a holiday with your family <laughs> if you do not answer this. Uh, Chris Robinson with the straight up clear reference to Monty Python. What is the airspeed velocity of a sparrow? That is not the question, but it's a great reference. What is your name? What is your name? Okay. I said that you were my stepbrother or brother. I, yes, you were my brother. I, yes, I, you I, are. Right. Listen, listen, we, we ain't playing. We ain't playing family tree here, right? We're playing. Does Heidi get to celebrate Christmas next year? No, this I one's for all. This one's for all the enchiladas. And yes, I did say that because. Oh, there's Kevin. He's jumped on too. Because okay. sometimes I uh, I celebrate a Mexican Christmas. But this Feliz is for all the Feliz Navidad. This is for Feliz all the enchiladas. Navidad. All right. Here we go. Do you have the question, Barbara? Bring on the. I did. Now I forgot. Okay. With all that. The question. The question doing. is not. What is the question, Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I had one. Let me bring it back. Come on, come on, come on. What was it? It's it fine. Was... I can just go to your mom. Name the girl Quilla tried to match Kiffin up with. In book one of the Watchers of Anaya series. You don't, no, no, don't cheat. She's opening the book right now. Geeks gave us we're listening on the podcast. Heidi is cheating. She does not get Christmas next year. She does not get Christmas ever again. I didn't remember her name because I didn't care about her. Like I care about Adana. Adana and Lyra. I actually just still care about Lyra. Right. And I care about what happens with her and That's her mother. She likes Lyra. She thinks I, Poltark's funny. For now, I, I like some guys who are like, I hate Poltark. He better die. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want anyone to die. Oh, well, well except maybe happen. Malagon. Maybe Malagon. I'd, okay. That would be nice. All right, Heidi. You got three. Out of bad. Five. You got three out of five. Mm. Because you got three out of five, you could celebrate President's Day. But that's fine. Is, I'll just yeah. go to your mom's and have tamales. It's cool. I'll go to New Mexico. You can come three here. Out of five, that's a 60. Okay. All right. That'll work. Yeah, that's you, not good. You just, you just made a 60 on your test. That's okay. not a good, that's not a good score. Now, Barbara, uh -huh. Okay. Who was Heidi's first boyfriend? Oh. <sighs> who oh, what was, was his Heidi's? name? Was it, you were at Edwards. Yes. And, I didn't and like him. You didn't like him? No. In the I, end, that I was gave good. you a ring. Oh, I, don't even. No, that's yeah. not. You I'm don't not going into that, but I gave no. you a specific ring. You turned around and gave it to him. I don't remember his name. I do remember Christine, who used to, who you knew through. Um, what was? I don't know. Playtime. I don't know. Playtime. Nursery. I can't. Who is trying is, to break into is the Amari house? Is knocking on the door? I think my nephew's trying to knock on the door. Who is okay. it? Who is it? He probably needs his PJs. You can come oh, okay. in. It's not okay, locked. That's, it's that's, Bruce. Uh, that's Heidi's stepdad, Bruce. He probably needs his pajamas. Uh, this is a yeah, family affair, Geeks Davis. Geeks Davis are like, you know what? Geeks Davis are like, Geeks Davis are like, can you go back to just remote stuff? Because this is insane. 
um, so you remember, you remember Daniel, but you just couldn't remember his name. Yeah, I can't That's remember. He was two years right. older than me too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Daniel yeah. did not get fresh, but that was the correct answer. Um, Daniel was the answer. Okay. Daniel Odell. Okay. I have no idea what oh, happened yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what happened to him. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Who? Chris. Chris has one. Okay. Chris is on. He's got Chris, one. Chris's question. Um, where was whose first date? Mine and Daniel's. Where was Daniel's for in Heidi's first date? That's, you that didn't is go me. on dates. You went to school dance. Oh no, no. we went on. A, I, we did go on I dates. The, I, I Did you go to a movie? This one? Bruce knows it. I mean Bruce. Okay. Hi Bruce. Who, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> where did where was Heidi? Heidi, stop this. Where was Heidi and Daniel's first date? I have no clue. Jonathan knows. I do. Yeah. I do. The, the closed down movie theater outside of Clemson. It's the Astro. The Astro. The Astro. So, yeah. so I was yeah. right. There's not a whole lot. I mean, by process Clemson. of elimination, yeah. I could have said movie. Okay. But so, so, okay. So you got that close. <laughs> okay. How did Daniel kiss? <laughs> do, do you know that? I, no, what's she the didn't tell me. What's the she didn't tell me. I don't know what that was. I don't. Was, it wasn't uh, me. Heidi, are you in a horror movie right now? Are you actually trapped in a horror it's movie? Haunted room. I mean, I think I'm hearing some kind of thumping, and this I don't know. They're, All right. they're coming. Heidi, Heidi, stop, stop. All right. <laughs> Next question. Who did Heidi lose her virginity to? Johnny. What? What? She's 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 not she's not Heidi. Don't worry. You you got three out of five right. She's doing stop terrible. it with that. This is back stop. on the schedule. Anyway, I am, un I am unhappy now. <laughs> Let's talk about okay. <laughs> That's enough of the hot seat. I'm sorry, Heidi. Listen, now I'm in. I didn't get any questions asked, and I'm the one who lost the whole game. I wasn't even a competitor. You see how this works, Geeks Capus? See, Chris, I Chris win. has stopped it, too. <laughs> I got the whole Evers family against me now, and all I wanted to do was talk about fantasy books. He's just trying to trip you up, Mom. He's He likes shock value. Yeah. Rude. Right. He might be the Rude. first guy you've dated who tried to shock me. All right. Well, <laughs> the answer is, I don't actually know. That'd be weird. Well, anyway, yeah, the weird. book is really good, and people should read it. And I think it's awesome because there's a lot of really strong female characters in it, and it's diverse as far as, like, there's, like, a whole racism thing going on in there too and like the mixture of like different tribes of people it's, it's really cool it's it's a really cool story so far and i'm excited to see what happens next well heidi you got three out of five right you're gonna have to go back to the first chapter and start reading again <sighs> well hopefully when i read it again it'll maybe i'll be the person doing the audio book <laughs> that would make me very happy right. i'm putting i'm putting in my my name to chris kennedy so chris if you're listening i'm interested and All reading right. the book. That would be my publisher. I'm already in trouble, so yeah. it doesn't. Heidi, am I in trouble? Yeah, you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Uh, can I sleep up here in the office? You should. Uh, that's a possibility. Okay. It's, I might be sleeping outside in the garage at this point. Larry, Larry Potter's asking the name of the book again. So why don't okay. you throw the. Well, book the name of the there. book is The Watchers of Mariah. It's available. Right? <laughs> don't, listen, don't, lie, don't yell at me. Uh, <laughs> all right, Maniacs, go out there and get your copy of The Watchers of Mania. Uh, look, Kevin said this book is extremely good. What do you I, say? I, I'm <laughs> gonna say it all out. The book is extremely good. I agree with everything that Heidi said about it. Ooh. The sequels were very good, too. There and, you go. The sequels, there's The Watchers in Exile. I gotta figure the camera Kevin, out. Kevin says that Daniel was a handsome young man. 
Oh, you did it. No, I don't you, did, know. you didn't know. And the Watchers at War. I was really terrified when I told him what I wanted on this cover that I'd end up with a Charlie's Angels cover. Thank goodness I did not. Yeah, you got three warrior women on the cover of this mm -hmm. book. It's right pretty here. awesome. Oh, I like on the second one, one of them's riding the giraffe too, which I was like, oh, snap. well, there's something like that in the second book, but it like happens once. It's not. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you try to ride it, the reason people don't ride back giraffes, is, I think, is because you slide, you slide right off. Back is like this. You have to hang on to the snow cones. <laughs> <laughs> what the are snow they called cones. again? What are they Ossicones. called? Ossicones. Ossicones. I should have had her spell Ossicones. Maybe we just call them That's Austin not fair. Is, is, no, can we, if you put sunglasses on the giraffes, there's a future, there's a sci-fi version of this book where they have cool sunglasses and shoot lasers out of their mouths, and those are called awesome cones. What awesome do you think about that? Can we do that? <laughs> Can we do, you know, you know, Hollywood's going to dumb it down and they're probably going to do something stupid like that. That's, that's the studio system for you. Well, we'll see. <laughs> what, <laughs> if, what if, what if there's, yeah, they'd be like, what if there's like a woman and she has awesome cones? Like that's what Hollywood. Well, <laughs> Hollywood's done that for a very long time, Heidi. They're yeah, very obsessed yeah. with female. So, awesome they're working cones. on not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. so, Kevin had another question. Kevin asked when? Are the prequel books coming out? Ah, mm. Listen, books. I got an actual practical question. You only have the first book of this trilogy out. When did the second and the third books come out? They're out. First book came out December 18th. The second book came out January 25th. And the third book came out March 1st. Geeks gave us that cues up. up my, Jonathan. Uh, listen, all right? I only read Spider-Man. And that says, listen, <laughs> all the answers are right here. BarbaraBevers.com. I'm going to go ahead and throw y'all a little preview of that. If y'all go over to the website, barbaravevers.com, you'll, you can, well, let me show you Geekscape as you're watching this. Um, what do we got here? We, we got links to Amazon where you can buy the books. You've got covers of all three of the books and little blurbs and interviews and I've all sorts of stuff. got a newsletter over there. You can keep track of what's going on. All, 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 all sorts of stuff. And you can also have uh, giraffe news. Mm -hmm. Meet the newest giraffe at the Greenville Zoo. There's all sorts of. We're gonna, I'm going to go do that. Like, Heidi, please. All right. I'm trying to interview an author here. All right. She does, she does the same thing back in LA. She'll like pop her head from the show and be like, what? And I'm like, Heidi, please. You're just killing the flow. <laughs> you tell me right. to before you start the show. Heidi Cox, everybody. Anyway, <laughs> it's just <laughs> she's mad at me for dropping her out of the show. Um, I love you, Starshine. I love you too, Mom. I love you too, Monkey. <laughs> um, but there we go. The website, that's what you want to visit, barbaravevers.com. But Johnny. All books are available, and uh, you can pick them up digitally and in print right here. And, again, the proceeds do go towards a giraffe conservation society. A percentage. A percentage, right. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, no, no. Johnny. I, I what? We are going to go meet the giraffe at the zoo on Saturday. Yeah. Mom's really? taking us. Okay, podcasters, we're going to be doing a remote episode with the giraffe <laughs> on Saturday. I, guess. I, I just don't know why that information Just do a story. Is. I don't understand why that information pertains to the conversation with your mom here. When we, we're, we're you just ride the giraffe. We're trying to, we're because, trying to you just showed, because you just showed a, a thing about it on the on her website. All I want to tell you is... You should let her answer Kevin's question. These are the books. Okay, so let's get to Kevin's <laughs> question. When are the prequel books coming? You know, everybody's been asking that. And I'm actually writing something completely different right now. I will probably write prequels at some point, but I don't know if I'll write full novels or novellas or short stories. And there is the whole story of their parents. Probably if I write a prequel, 
those of you who've read this will know um, it'll probably be Gabriella's story. Okay. So the, it's not so much a prequel as like a spin-off prequel, right? Is what you're saying? It's a it's a prequel. It takes place earlier. It takes place earlier. Gabriella is there's there's the four kingdoms, and Gabriella is the Empress of Belwyn, which is one of the kingdoms. Um, and that's where Malagon comes from. Okay. So her story is intertwined with his story. So his story or his story? Her story is intertwined with his meeting Malagon's story. Okay. Got it. Got it. I'm a little slow. Okay. So comic book prequels, huh? Oh, Maybe? we got Wizard of Video Games on Twitch being like, hey, what about... Now, I would read those. Maybe, you know, you never know. Graphic novels, you never know. A comic book version of this? You never know. I, I'm not going to say no. You just I wondered know. about that, too, like a graphic yeah. novel or something. Yeah. Okay, Jermaine Carson, one of my former film students, talented kid, mm -hmm. has a little comment here. He says, you know what? Maybe we set up a little meet and greet there by the giraffe exhibit on Saturday. You come by the Greenville uh, <laughs> Zoo, get the book autographed by Barbara V. Evers, you know? I'm Maybe. trying to get them in the zoo store, but I haven't had a chance to talk to them about that. But the, the zoo is limited capacity right now, too. So. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, okay. So but, yeah, I know. It would be fun to do it at the giraffe exhibit. I hang out there as much as I can. But okay. There's a, well, There's a new well, baby. What about a spinoff where I climb into the gorilla exhibit just for publicity? And is that something that we can you work out? To, it's orangutan. They don't Orangutans. They're not going to be violent with me. We need something that has a little, you know what I mean? Like people, the, the news loves... The lions could work. The news likes violence. The news loves like a little bit of, you know, danger, a little bit of excitement. Maybe if I climb, what if I take some of the books and I climb over into the lion exhibit? What do you think about that as like a promotional opportunity? <laughs> and read read to them? Read to the lions? To them, do you know like, what? Those lions are always asleep. I wouldn't be surprised if nothing happened. Okay. Okay. Then let's upgrade things. George Pepe suggests the hippos. There hippos are no hippos. Okay, no hippos? It's a small it's zoo, y'all. It doesn't right. have a lot of animals. Okay, what about a lemur? There's an elephant. There's leopards? No, they don't have the elephants anymore. They die. Okay. All Heidi, of them? Heidi's uh, trying to get me, after that After that remark I made during the quiz, Heidi's trying to get me trampled, is what she's saying right there. Um, oh, the howler monkeys. You know, Kevin? Kevin says, I. he's watching on Facebook. He says, you need to climb in with the howler monkeys. I might outhowl them. They might just keep they me there. And they've moved the monkeys <laughs> front now um but they used to have the gibbons and i wonder if that's not who he's talking about they don't have the gibbons anymore okay listen do they have any animals left at the zoo really? yeah there's there's um emu there's ant eaters there's lions there's um, vultures there's giraffes and there's i'm trying to think alligators although i think they'll move off the exhibit right now there's leopards there's orangutans geeks gave us next week we're going to give you a play-by-play -play on the greenville zoo and what yeah. we have it's, uh, it's, it's a very what, you don't think this is compelling this is saying, uh george pepe is asking about the meerkats i wish we they just, had meerkats <laughs> we could just go right down the whole lion king yeah i wish uh, they had meerkats. somewhere around here i have a statue of a meerkat too. uh jermaine carson's back he says jonathan stop trying to promote King Kong versus Godzilla. If that's what I'm you're doing, to watch I gotta it. tell you, Barbara, did you think that your daughter growing up, your daughter was like totally normal kid? She was a geek. She was into Star Trek, though. I? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. On Valentine's Day, she's like, "It's Valentine's. I want to watch a movie." I said, "Great. We're watching King Kong Skull Island." <laughs> and she was, she was like, "Jonathan, are you kidding me?" I sat Heidi down in front of King Kong Skull Island, and she was not paying attention. 
for the first maybe 15, 20 minutes, Tom Hiddleston shows up and she's like, oh, I like this movie. <laughs> and then- I do, like Tom. I do like Tom. Then they get to the island and the, the King Kong starts smacking all the helicopters, things start happening. She's in it to win it. The next night, the 15th day after Valentine's, she watches Godzilla 2014 with Quicksilver and the guy from Breaking Bad. And then the next night we watch Godzilla King of Monsters, three straight, I mean, they're the modern versions of King Kong and Godzilla, but three straight nights, monster movies. This girl's awesome. I could believe she did it. I definitely love this girl. I can't believe that I she was like, it. I'm down with it. You believe that, that she was? She, yes, on Valentine's? Jurassic Park, when Jurassic Park came out, she was in high school. She and her sister were. Middle school. When we, when the first Jurassic Park no, came no, out. No, no, no. I was in high school. I was in high school. She, 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 she. Oh, she was in high school. Oh, got it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what great. Anyway, How she was, old she I was. lived with me. She still lived with me. Okay. Yeah. And we wanted to see the first airing of it. So I went and bought tickets for the first show, picked them up from school. And the four of us went and saw Jurassic Park the first time it aired in Greenville. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved so it. My friend, my friend Carolyn was there with her parents. So she, we sat together. Okay, so I don't remember that part. So she was just mad at me on Valentine's when she didn't want to watch the Kongs. Yeah, it was Valentine. Oh, I didn't. I didn't feel like it, but then I realized I didn't know that these monster movies were kind of like the monsters aren't really the bad guy. No, there's an environmental. We're the bad guys. And plus, and I felt bad for Kong. I was King Kong is a love story. Yeah, and and Wizard Video Games off of Twitch says the first King Kong is a love story. It's about man's love of money, and yeah. I think that's been the most accurate portrayal. The Peter Jackson one did a pretty good job of portraying that as well. But I love but that I first to... movie. I think it's one of the most impressive technical feats I've ever seen in cinema. I did see the Peter Jackson one in theaters. I did see that one. It was really oh, Heidi, good. Heidi, listen, I just thought that since you're dating a giant ape, Kong Skull Island would have been perfect for Valentine's. It was and very romantical. You're very excited for this Kong versus Godzilla, right? Romantical. You're excited for this. It's so, a name. It's a, it's a it's a word I made up, Mom. Romantical. Okay, romantical. Next um, next week we're gonna next week's gonna be a great Geekscape. We're gonna talk to you about what happened at the Greenville Zoo. We'll give you Heidi's <laughs> thoughts on King Kong versus Godzilla. I'll say a bunch of stupid stuff that'll no doubt get me in trouble with Heidi later on. It's gonna be a typical Geekscape. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my foot in my mouth fifteen times. Uh, you know, was, Barbara's oh. gonna get a bunch of texts from family members being like, Who was that guy? Do not let him marry your daughter. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be what? Great. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, no, hey, listen, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Like, what is, is, it, is, it, oh, are, is this news now? <laughs> no, we've talked about it. It's not that crazy. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's come in the form of me begging and her walking away. So, that's this. This is him, like his, this is this is him asking oh, you for no. your permission, and he's doing it in front of people, so like it doesn't create a scene when you tell. Oh, him. it's kind of like when they put it on the jumbotron, and the girl's got to say yes because you know we're on TV. <laughs> I Something like that, that, but it's I was for you. Do, I was going to do it on Kong, Kong Skull Island, but I can't find it on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, yeah, Heidi, which character is he in from my books? Which one is he the most like? The draft go to the bathroom, right? The memory keeper. Blue. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Hold on. Hold on. Now I got to walk. Olaf. Olaf the memory keeper is what I was going to say. Possible. But you oh, think he's geez. like Gloom? Oh, geez. I got to flip through this. Where is he? Oh, geez. Oh, he's geez. Like, he's like the fool. He's the fool. 
who tells the kind of he's like the he's like the minstrel oh you, oh, you said the memory keeper yeah yeah oh, i'm sorry i thought you said the draft keeper okay no All right. memory, keeper. So, so memory keeper makes I sense like he's not quite so, um he wears this a pointed hat. My face. i don't like this at i bought all. you i bought you a jester's hat to, when, for us to go to the ren fair and we haven't been able to go you think me a buffoon Sure. You said that you would wear yeah, it. But I, I actually thought she was saying you were Gloom, who is the draft keeper. I could do that. I could clean I up. Haven't I haven't gotten My editor told me I could kill anybody, but not Gloom. Oh, well, yeah. You know, so I mean, like, the draft keeper's he, cool. Yeah. But he's too calm. Loves, he's too calm to be Jonathan. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a good point. Yeah. There's a good yeah. point. The memory keeper, Olaf. Yeah, because, well, because Olaf has to perform. His name is Olaf. Yeah, I did that before Frozen came out. I'm Gates just Canvas, saying. I like both Olafs. There's only one way to find out what they're talking about. You got to go buy the book. And the best way to buy the book is to go right here to this website we got, barbavevers.com. Or go to books. my, go to Amazon. Get it on Amazon. Yeah. You can get print or the digital. If you're local, Fiction Addiction in Greenville carries it. Hub City and Spartanburg carries no. it. This this is a global thing yeah. here, this show. This show is You uh, can also do them online and one more store. Bookmarks in Winston-Salem has a few too. Yeah. Wizard of Video Games compares me to the uh, dude who like cried when the Rancor died in Return of the Jedi when he crushes up with a skull. That's a pretty problematic scene, oh, wow. I think. Uh, I just think it's weird that Luke Skywalker knew that R2-D2 had that lightsaber the whole time up there in Jabba's palace. I was like, nah, I'll do it with a skull and a bone. I got this. I'm like, what a chad. <laughs> what a total like jerk move to be like, R2, yeah, I know you got a lightsaber yeah, up yeah. there. I'm good. I'm just going to hit him with a bone trick. You've seen this. Um, African or I, uh, James back to the swallow thing. He says African or European. I don't know okay. what that means. Because, because that's back to the money Python. No, he's talking. No, it's it's back oh, to the Monty Python reference. Swallow. Swallows. This is a temperate yeah. zone. Okay, it's not a, yeah. Okay. You can't I thought, carry the coconut. Mike would have asked about the stories too, because it's more of an African type setting. It is an African type. Well, thing. until she. Is it like Wakanda? Elmore. Elmore is part of like England. Like Wakanda, like Wakanda and the Black Panther. Well, it's not. It's not. Like technologically no, advanced, it's like not technology. Kind of. You know, it, it's more along the the savanna. Okay. So in that area. But this is medievalish. This is medievalish fantasy, right? Like if you're a fan of Lord of, the, of like uh, yeah, Game of yeah. Thrones, Lord it's, of the Rings, yeah. you'll be into this. Pre-industrial fantasy. Sure. Pre-industrial fantasy for sure. Yeah, because then you get into all that steampunk stuff, and then the cosplay kicks in, and it's like, nah. Yeah. Although the next book's urban fantasy, so. Urban fantasy. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, but Monaya is kind of like Africa, but I feel like Elwar is more kind of like England or like the British Isles. If you said that, Scotland. I wasn't I wasn't trying to make it like that, but sounds these, like it. These are warring kingdoms in the book. These are they, they're allies. They're allies. No, they're they're allies. They're not gonna they're not gonna last that long, right? Like we gotta have a little shake it up in some of these books, right? Things well, they shake it up, but it's there's Heidi, it's please, I'm talking way. to the author. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, the author's right here, Heidi, but feel free to answer. So her there's four kingdoms, and Malagon is a an illegitimate son of royalty from Belwyn. And he thinks it's his throne. He wants it. Meanwhile, he wants the throne of all four kingdoms. We have this sudden death of the queen. Right. Young teenage daughter, 13, 14 years old. She's 15. 15, old yeah. enough to date Matt Gates. 
uh, 15, and she, um, that was uncalled for, and she has to go into hiding because it's, she's sent to a safer place. Because, because uh, they don't know why, how the, the they don't know died. where he's gonna. Rumors are he's alive. He was supposed to be dead twenty now years gone. now. Yeah, rumors are he's alive. Now gone, not so gone. Yeah, not so gone. And um, Watchers, which is you know, it is the Watchers of everything. The Watchers are the female warriors. They also have um, they have keen sight, but also they have visions and prophecy. And so there's a prophecy that warns that if she doesn't go into hiding. Things won't go well. Yeah. So they send her to Elwar, which is a more enclosed kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's hard for her as a watcher because in Africa, in the savannah, you know, watchers can see in the distance. It's part of their skill. It's part of their talent. They can discern things that most of us can't. Um, their aim's incredible, too, by the way, because sure. of that. But she's gone into this place where she almost feels claustrophobic. It's mountainous. It's mountainous, forest, walls close together, very claustrophobic. I, I could have taken this quiz. See, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right on my own. Um, uh, Heidi Heidi has a question. She'd like to speak again. Uh, we, we will not allow it. Anyway, we got some more comments coming in. I'm kidding, Heidi. What do you need? Uh, I was just going to make an observation, too, that I already have told my mom. I really thought it was interesting that you have these characters who can see so perfectly because I, you know, she's my mom. So I've known her my entire life and, and vision is a little challenging for you. You've got a pretty yeah. strong prescription um, on your contacts and glasses. <laughs> and they don't make contact lenses in my prescription. Yeah. I wear so, contact lenses, but they don't make them in my prescription. Oh my prescription. goodness. So, so this really is a fantasy book. And is, also, and it, it wasn't on purpose. I, I actually designed the watchers to match what I knew about giraffes. So giraffes have very keen sight, Okay. but then I turned it into more. But know? I think that it's kind of reflective of maybe your subconscious in a way. You maybe, maybe. you don't know. Are you saying um, maybe you made your mom blind, that your mom grew up When I was blind. born. No, yeah. writing a book for 25 years, writing, writing a book series <laughs> over, over 25 years, maybe you'll go blind. That's why I stick to comics, the big Possibly. pictures, real dumb, like big pictures. I get to just look at it and be like, oh, Spider-Man. The thing Man, that she was the, the thing she was talking about with Malagon, the guy that wants to rule all the kingdoms, my favorite thing that I read so far was this sentence from Gabriella who says, Do you believe you can rule you you the illegitimate spawn of my cousin's rape? I was like, Whoa, my mom wrote that. How does it does it make you feel weird when you read your mom? Like, no, it's just cool. It's cool to get to know my mom in a different way than I know her by you reading something like that she's written. I, it's not that I didn't. It's not that I didn't think she could. It's just you know. You didn't think she had it in her. Is that what you're saying, Heidi? I'm sure. I'm sure my mom has the same. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore. I. <laughs> I just learned because he's got so many. You're so talented, sweetie, and you have really funny little one-liners. But I'll never be able to tell a story. Sometimes, if I let you take, like, if I let you say everything that you want I, to say. I don't want to spoil. I love you though. But you're proud of your mom. So proud. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably it's probably when mom watches like films and things that I've made, um, she probably got to know me in a different way. You know, she only watches yeah. half of them and doesn't finish them. <laughs> she does the Heidi method of reviewing friends stuff. I'm I, 
<laughs> I've read this book. I've read Aaron, this book. Chris has. Evers says, LOL. Aaron Clue says, LOL. I think we're doing okay here, okay here on Geekscape. <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to introduce you to Barbara because I think she's awesome. She's clearly talented. She wrote all three of these books and tons more. She's got short stories across all sorts of publications that have been going on the last 20 plus years. She's been a published author for a very long time. But this right now is like her big, 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 big uh, thing. And all three books are available in both digital and in print. You got to go check it out at barbaravievers.com. And of course, Amazon. Right. Write that in there. The Watchers of Manaya. You'll find this stuff. I mean, I feel like we could go on for hours, but like, <laughs> I think really all I want Geekscape us to do is go to the little, you know, go check out the books. And especially, you know, honestly, these are for fans of fantasy novels, young adult. Actually, I've had a lot of people who don't read fantasy who are reading them and loving them. That's great. Yeah, it's really mm -hmm. exciting because I have friends who are like, it's not really my thing, but I'm going to read it. Hey, this is really cool. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've had people say, it's your fault that I didn't get any sleep last night, too. So, sorry. Mm -hmm. Not really. And it's like, it's like uh, I just saw the drafts and I thought it was weird, so I thought I'd pick it up, you know. I've had people say, you had me at drafts. Yeah. Well, so, wait, what? You you had me at drafts. Is you, that what I should use on Heidi? No. Okay. No, I like... I, you know what animals I like. I like giraffes, but they're not my favorite favorite. Right, Look so at Larry, what Larry said. Look yeah, Larry see, said. Larry, thank you. I hope you okay, like on. them and read them. If you like them, please put reviews we'll, out on Amazon, well, hold too. Hold on, we're a podcast. The audio listeners don't know what Larry said. we got to read it out loud. Oh, okay. He says, you guys got me sold. Just went to your website, and I'll be getting these books on Amazon. That's Yay! Larry Potter right there. Now would you like to like, like them? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got a, it. <laughs> listen, podcast listeners, I know things get crazy with the live stream. Y'all sometimes might feel like you're outside of, uh, you know, listening in, but Geekscapists who are listening on the podcast, y'all are still the bread and butter of this brand and definitely this show. If you, this is your first Geekscape, we are a network. We have like 14 shows. If you search for Geekscape on any podcatcher, you can find shows about music. You can find shows about pro wrestling. You can find shows about horror movies. You can find shows about female filmmaking. Heidi should probably be a guest on that show pretty soon. Yes. Uh, we've got lots of shows against uh, across all sorts of pop culture for all sorts of people. This is just the flagship show where the guy who started Geekscape says a bunch of stupid stuff to try and get you guys to laugh. And every now and then be like, oh, he might have said something smart about, you know, the Snyder Justice League. But then he said something stupid right after that. So we just missed it. But we've been doing this for 15 years. And we love it. And as Bolt T says... You had me at Chupacabra. Yeah. I don't think anybody actually said that, but I do love you, Bolt T. And I love I love Christopher Robinson. He said 90. I don't even know the context for that. But y'all are so weird and I love you so much. You like how do you like Geekscape, Barbara? As as um the person that's dating your daughter and has been doing this for um your your you know, I'm dating your daughter and I'm running this Geekscape network and doing this. Uh are you thinking what a giant loser? No. Oh, you like this? You're having fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Her brother was on it too. Yeah. Her yeah, brother right. was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Chris Robinson wants to throw a joke and say ninety percent of the shows contain Matt Kelly. Oh, yeah, ten percent oh. of them though are a lot of fun. And uh, Chris had a question. And Chris finally says, "What should we search as a keyword in podcast apps? If you search for Geekscape, I think you'll find one of our shows. And, we, and our Geeks, our video game show just came back, Geekscape Games. So there's a lot. Like just kind of poke around. And of course, the Geekscape.net website has a lot of stuff on it. And if you're a fans of it, you know what? We put a lot of information on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. So 
search for Geekscape. You, you can't go wrong with this show because I'll say stupid stuff every week. I'm just going to say what? what? I was just going to say that Matt Kelly may be 90% of this, but I'm in every episode at the end because you're right. listening to the Geekscape Network. As y'all listen to this episode and we wrap up. Like drop. <laughs> you got to listen to the end to hear uh, Heidi's voice at the end of it. But really, Chris, like, search for Geekscape and then if you like what you hear, just kind of scroll through the whole Geekscape roster. We should probably do I think organizing it. I think we need well, to redo our website. Oh my God, this thing's, oh, no. we've had so many iterations and revamps of the website and all this stuff that like, if you go to the website, you'd be like, I see some of the shows. I think we just gotta redo the website, clean things up so you know where to find all the shows. But if you do go to your podcast apps, you'll see Geekscape. It's pretty fun. There's like 15 years of unorganized. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. It's like my comic book collection. My comic book collection looks like the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, that's what my comic book collection looks like. (laughs) Somebody says, hey, do you have this issue? I said, I I know I do, but I I don't know how to find it. We have a comic book collection. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. (laughs) Oh, she pointed off. File cabinet. That is like no, an assault. No, it's on, in it's in a tub. Oh, it's in to, a tub. It's a tub. She keeps her comics in a tub. This is horrific. Is it, they are in sleeves. They're is it all of Henry's? Oh, yeah, they're in it's, bags and boards. It's though. mostly Henry's, but there are a few others. <laughs> all right. Henry's been uh, on the show too, so yeah, I know. we've talked to him about. All right. Well, Geeks gave us. I'm I done. hope you've been. I hope you've enjoyed your Geekscape. Um, Heidi, I want to go on record as saying I only muted you because I was getting like ums in the background. I know, I know. <laughs> but now I have to face that wrath. It's active listening. Yeah, wrath, yeah. Heidi. Hmm. Heidi. Is there something you want to add to the Geekscapers, Barbara? To the Geekscapers, ah. Besides, buy your book. Besides, buy my book. No, just thanks for listening. These guys are fun. I appreciate the time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And giraffes are awesome. And where can we find you on social media? Okay, so Barbara V. Evers. Just look for Barbara V. Evers. That's basically where I am. I have an author page on Facebook, Barbara V. Evers. I have an Instagram, Barbara V. Evers. I have a Pinterest, Barbara V. Evers. These these (laughs) kind of get it. It makes it easy. It makes it really (laughs) easy. No, I don't have my Friendster. I get you on Friendster. (laughs) Friendster. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Find me. All right. All right. Uh, Kevin Mallory, uh, all y'all who are watching, thanks so much. And yeah, thanks, Geekscape guys. listeners, again, if you enjoy the, the show, go leave us that five-star review on your favorite podcast app and uh, podcast app, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you. Leave us a nice review and uh, share us with your friend. Hit that little share button that looks like a well with an arrow coming out of it. I really don't know what it is, but uh, Larry enjoyed it. He said you should do more Geekscape with Heidi and Barbara. Well, I'm going to roll now, and if you recognize this voice at the end of the episode, well, here's a hint. It's Heidi's. So, (laughs) Heidi, for everyone at Geekscape, that's the show, and here's Heidi closing it out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.